but I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. The Couch Session, a therapeutic time for us to come together and speak our minds and hearts freely without judgment. Raw, uncensored, open and honest conversations amongst friends. A platform for entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs to promote their businesses and gain exposure, playing only the dopest local music. Organized conversations, discussing anything and everything, where every session you'll get a laugh and a lesson. The Couch Session, the best podcast for the culture. You are now listening to The Couch Session. This is a Couch Session Network production. Good everybody, it's your boy Big Smooth, Smooth Black. Suave Nigadito, Jefe Hilton, King Black, the heartbroken people healing himself, and let's not forget Manifestation God. Yo, this is Larry Hilton, and this is the Couch Session. Available, <laughs> available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Overcast, Anchor, Breaker, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. If you want to donate to the cause, if you want to donate to me, if you want to donate for support just because, feel free to cash at me at the dollar sign. I mean, the money sign, yeah. The couch session. Again, that's the money sign. The couch session. I just want to thank everybody for listening. I've been having a lot of feedback lately, so I just want to say thank you. It truly means a lot that you take the time out to listen to what I got to say. (laughs) Let me get into this one. I guess there's no need for a mental health check for what I'm about to say. get where I'm at I'm not okay it's February 2nd 2022 and I lost my best friend I lost my dad My dad died This morning My dad died this morning I um I told you it was To a point where he He couldn't do anything for himself He couldn't feed himself He couldn't clothe himself He couldn't bathe himself 
I did everything for him. So I got up this morning, February 2nd. Um, Is that and, Chris? And I, I went to change him. You know, change his underwear. Clean him up. Flip him to the other side because, you know, he can't lay on one side too long you get bed sores he already had bed sores so that's how you know things are just rough for him um I turned him over flipped him on his on his other side and I noticed his his breathing was gapped out like he breathed he breathe out and then he stopped like kind of like apnea not thinking not thinking till afterwards I saw this with my mom I was there when I saw it when my mom took her last breath um and it, it, it was to the point where I was like hey man breathe like <laughs> breathe and you know he take a it, he he finally caught up he finally caught up so after you know I thought you know okay he you know this this shit is this is crazy like He's getting worse because you know I've been seeing that you know he's been getting worse every day. But uh, I went in the living room to get my head together. Five minutes. I came back in the room and he was gone. Before this, I told him it was his birthday. Today is his birthday. February 2nd, 1952. Is that Chris? And I don't know, but <laughs> I feel like <laughs> this man waited for his birthday to quit the race. He made it to his birthday. Doctors said he was going to die soon. That we needed to make we needed to make plans for him like in November. December. He made it to his birthday February 2nd. changing them you know I always kiss him on the cheek on the forehead let him know that hey Max here your son's here just in case hey I'm here dad guess what today is it's a special day today it's your birthday 
told him it was his birthday, said happy birthday. Flipped him over to his other side. And when I left, when I came back, he was gone. made of mine uh, he said something that stuck out to me on a on a post that I made about my dad and I posted like 30 pictures of his <laughs> I posted that many cause my dad got some really good photos I love to see him smile Especially like when you he he's gone this long, like he's gone fifteen years um with the speech impediment not really being able to express himself the way he wants to, so to be able to see him smile to me is important. And what my friend, my classmate said, he's also my friend. Is that Chris? He said, you know, bro, I've been there. It feels like no one knows what the world lost. That's exactly how I feel. This, my dad was an amazing man. He was absolutely an amazing dude. Like, it bothers me that words can't explain how dope this guy was. Instrumental because it was a 70s instrumental. <sighs> and I know this is this is style. He love that old school. Old school. That's his favorite word. One of his favorite words. Old school. He do something a little different than, than how I would do it. And he was like, yeah, old school. so dope my friends loved him he was genuinely an amazing person I'd do anything with this dude we done went to the strip clubs together to the barbecues together to like we played pool He done been my wingman. <laughs> Somebody made a comment. This young lady on a post and, you know, was telling me, like, you call me if you need anything, anytime. 
And uh, she was just like, your dad made me feel like the most beautiful woman on earth. And she's like, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Is that Chris? And uh, it's just like, he was an amazing person. He was an amazing person. He was my wingman. He was my wingman one day. <laughs> this how this how dope my dad is. My dad was that nigga, yo. I'm in the bed. I'm in the kitchen smashing some girl that I've been talking to. My dad is is occupying his sister in the living room. Like the older her older sister in the living room. They're just in there listening to music. You know, dancing and laughing and talking. And, you know what I'm saying? He's just being his cool ass self. Just, you know, <laughs> holding it down for his son. And it's just like, damn, like, while I'm in there doing my thing, you in here, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, changing lives. <laughs> making feet, making these, these feet, making people. Making a woman like feel feel special, like like that like he's special. My dad was special. My dad was an amazing guy. I'm trying to find a comment. Here it go. I'm sorry to hear. I'm so sorry for your loss. Call me anytime if you need to talk. I remember hanging with your dad, and he made me feel like the most beautiful woman in the world. I will never forget. You know what I'm talking about. I pray for your strength. My dad was that nigga, yo. He make you laugh. <laughs> he loved kids. He was great with kids. Just it's like I don't know. I guess when when somebody leaves you like I didn't really know how much alike I was like my mom until she wasn't here anymore. But I, I kind of, I took advantage of having my dad these last, last eight years. So it's like I realized why he was still here. All the, the re, all the, all the things were alike. And then now that he's only been gone he hasn't even been gone 24 hours i'm i'm noticing like god we're i'm just like this man i'm just like this man he loved the kids simple not hard to please when i say simple i mean simplistic like he's not hard to please at all it's like whatever I got a video of him where I'm like, Dad, what do you want to eat? <laughs> He's like, man, it don't matter. Whatever you want. And I'm like, Dad, just choose, man. And I'm like, I am can't get mad at him because I'm the same way. Listen to this video, y'all. want to eat. <laughs> and like I said, my dad, he has a speech impediment, but you can all, you always know what he's saying. You just got to listen. Dad, what do you want to eat? Max, what do you get is good. Oh, my God. He said, whatever you get is good. good. Oh, my God. I don't know. What if you don't like it? 
<laughs> Just like me. When all I wanted him to tell me was what he wanted. Because whatever he would have got, I would have ate it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's my man's. Um, <laughs> no one's no, no one knows what the world lost. told myself that uh, after this was said and done because we knew that the day was coming but he declined so fast and out of nowhere like we knew he was sick but like dang we didn't know he was this we knew he was sick but we didn't know death was right here didn't know that this would be the last time you call me I didn't know this would be the last time you you'd say I love you I didn't know this would be the last time we smoke together I didn't know this would be the last time we go to the waterfront I didn't know this would be the last time we go out to eat I didn't know this would be the last time we do anything We didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. And part of me was keeping myself out of the denial. I had, I had times where, where I didn't want to believe my dad was dying. Like I knew he's in hospice, bro. We know what hospice is. Even though they have a bad hospice, I've learned that hospice is to keep you comfortable. Hospice is, is when, when when we you don't have too much longer. It's rare that somebody gets in the hospice and gets out. But I said I was gonna. Uh, I said I was gonna. Uh, gonna take a break after my dad passes gonna take a break go ghost for a little bit cut my phone off just disconnect from the world <laughs> just literally just go off the grid just you know Just certain people to saying like, Larry, you know, grieve, but grieve on your time, and they emphasizing like your time. <laughs> and I'm thinking like, is this a sign that that I that I should keep? <laughs> that I meant that I should take a break, cause I battle. I'm battling with with taking a break. And, I'm, and 
<laughs> I'm battling with taking a break and feeling my feelings and being depressed and crying and 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 going through all that shit, going through those emotions and all of that, and and either that, and then I'm battling with the other side, which is keep it fucking moving, drop another show on Monday. You know what I'm saying? Like, do what you gotta do. Don't don't keep promoting. Don't disconnect from the world. Be strong. Would your dad want you to stop? <laughs> your mom would say, take your time, grieve. But keep it, you know, you know, when you're ready, keep him pushing. My dad, he like me. He ain't gonna say he ain't gonna say shit when he when when he down. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna keep it pushing. And before you know it, we 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 up. If that even made sense What I just said People are telling me To grieve on my own pace What is What is grieving Did I even grieve for my mom Cause I'm still fucked up grateful for the time spent like I, I didn't my mom I didn't I thought my mom was gonna be here forever and that was a reality check I thought my mom was gonna be here forever so then when she wasn't I took every moment with my father Seriously, I cherished every moment with my father. It was to the point where I bring him down here and I'm like, Dad, I'm sorry, we ain't got nothing to do, you know. Or I bring him down and I ain't have a car. You know what I'm saying? I always had shelter, but it, when I was, you know, in Charlotte and whatnot, but it was just like, you know, Dad, I'm sorry, you know, I don't really do nothing. I don't get out, I don't do nothing. He like, Mac, I'm just... I'm good. I'm good to just be here with you. We watch TV. We go play pool. <laughs> we go out to eat. We go uptown, walking around. I really had some great times with my dad. And I, I'm glad to have had those because I didn't cherish like I should the times with my mom. I've lost way too many people I love. <laughs> For y'all listening, y'all ever don't want to be happy? You ever go through so much shit? It's like you want to stay mad. You want to stay sad. You want to stay bitter. You just want to soak in your depression in the in the state of mind you in. You just want to stay there. I think that's how I feel. Like I'm over it. I feel like I'm just over it. Trying to be happy and not <laughs> not receiving happiness. 
trying to be loved <laughs> in God and the universe, whoever the fuck is out there, keep taking everything I love from me. <laughs> and this is what I said on the last podcast. Nobody survives love. It's beautiful in in the moment. It's definitely beautiful in the moment. But after, (laughs) as the great earth and earth, wind and fire said, after the love is gone. Is that Chris? Everybody tell me, Mac, you're not alone. I'm I'm here for you, Mac. It's 1143. You can't be there at 3, 4 in the morning. 5 in the morning when I'm having a meltdown. Because I don't know how I'm going to live my life without my father he's been a <laughs> yeah I, don't, I, I said it I, I, I had to think about what I said I don't know how I'm going to continue You know (laughs) What I am happy of See with my mom Her raising me And her seeing Me being developed She didn't see the end product Or you know the grown Mature me My dad did So he got to see like what I'm doing now, like photography and clothes and in the podcast. What else? You know, everything that I do, he, my dad saw it. And uh, (laughs) he was proud. He never said it. Like I said, he had a, a speech impediment. And then honestly, his father may have not never told him this or nobody may have never ever told him this but my dad has never told me like the words Mac I'm proud of you is that Chris? and that's fine (laughs) because he didn't have to say it. it was written all over my dad's face how proud he was of me (laughs) <laughs> it brings joy to my heart that he was so proud of me the way he was 
You know, he was he was always bringing me up in conversations. Don't let nobody talk about North Carolina. Oh, North Carolina? Yeah, my son live in North Carolina. <laughs> or he had a he had his Bozzy B shirt and his Bozzy B uh, Black History Month hoodie. He wear it and tell everybody, yeah, look at this. My son made this. This his. <laughs> you know, when I was doing music, he was passing out my CDs and stuff like that. Uh, literally everything I did I, I remember him passing out photography cards um, yeah, I remember my dad called me at the bank one day and was like Mac here talk to her and it was just some random conversation he was having with the teller and the teller had mentioned that uh, something about photography and my dad automatically called me <laughs> I'm like yo my dad really support me He really supports me And I and I noticed that Why he was still here You gotta give people their flowers While they still here And I gave my dad every flower I could give him <laughs> My dad was always worried about me and when I say worried, like, worried like a parent, like a parent. I told you on my mom's, some of my mom's last words were, what about Mac? What's going to happen to Mac? And it's just like, you know, Mac's going to be fine. Mac's going to be fine. Um, so even at the nursing home, my dad... So, my dad had started with fluid around the heart and around the lungs, or in the lungs, in the lungs and around the heart. Um, that, that he had to, you know, get drained or whatever. So he was in the hospital, and then this was back in like November. So then, um, we was like, well, the hospital was like, well, now nah, he he needs to get a. A surgery on his heart uh, You know minor surgery But we don't know if he gonna make it Because his heart is so weak Um You know Get here as soon as possible Make arrangements We're not too sure if Mr. Hilton is gonna make it This is back in November Uh (laughs) He made it He made it through And he was good my dad called me my dad called me on the phone after his surgery that's what I'm saying that's my mans that's my fucking mans yo whenever he had to go to the hospital I was always the first call sometimes it'd be Aunt Vern but most of the times he was calling me first eight hours away Mac I'm going to the hospital just letting you know it's like, all right, you call Aunt Vern? Nah, I called you first. Okay, I'll call Aunt Vern. Right. <laughs> but yeah, he's, uh, so that was in the hospital. So he went from the hospital to the ICU and hospital to uh, hospice to, to another hospital in the hospice care 
where he was literally the only person walking literally on the hospice floor the only person walking the only person sleeping on their stomach the only person getting up going to the bathroom by themselves the only person that was playing cards beating his son in tonk <laughs> like he was the only person feeding himself he had the best looking room in there <laughs> he had the christmas tree in there i brought his record player brought some records for him um yeah yeah <laughs> even in, in, in hospice he's asking me where i'm getting at is how he was always worried about me like a parent even in hospice he asked me you good and he know i smoke you know i smoke you got you you smoke i'm like nah i'm good he's like you got money i'm like nah but i'm good dad don't worry about it you know what i'm saying like here go to my wallet and go in there and take out a hundred. <laughs> he's like, get what you want. Like, my dad just, he be worried about me. It got, then after hospice, they kicked him out of hospice because he was still living, y'all. That's what I'm saying. They kicked him out of hospice because he was still alive. They was just like, all right, this is short-term hospice. You know, we're going to have to put your dad somewhere else. That's when we took him to, that's when they told us he needed around the clock care. And that's when I didn't realize how serious around the clock care is. That means like I've been in this apartment 24 seven, taking care of my dad. Um, but uh, yeah, went to the hospice. <laughs> he was still asking me, you, you all right? You good? And I'd be like, yeah, dad. <laughs> Why are you worried about me? And you're the one in the hospice. Like, to me, that's like, that's love. Like, my dad was that nigga. My dad was that dude. My dad, I put my dad on a pedestal. I said this in a, a lower podcast, I mean, a later podcast, earlier podcast. Beneath, beneath God are my parents. My dad is a God to me. And I love that man. He has done so much for me. I wouldn't know how to be a good father if it wasn't for him. I wouldn't know how to be a good father if it was for him, if it wasn't for him. He kind of missed the early years, you know, the, the development years, but he caught me in adulthood. And what he showed me in adulthood changed my life. Yeah. What he taught me in adulthood changed my life. And I'm going to forever carry it with me. He loved me. He didn't judge me. Just like my mom. My dad loved me. 
my dad saw my mom didn't see all the different girlfriends and shit when my dad did he broke up the fights <laughs> he saw the heartbreak he saw the tears my dad <laughs> he seen it all with me He seen me at my highest, literally at my highest. Dad, come on, let's let's go take a trip here. We about to get a hotel and go to the go to the beach or go here. Come on, let's let's just get up and ride. We are gonna get up early in the morning. We are gonna ride. We are gonna go shopping. And he seen me at my lowest. Dad, I'm about to get kicked out. I need four hundred dollars. I need five hundred dollars. Dad, I ain't got no money to eat. I've been eating peanut butter and jelly and noodles. For the last two weeks <laughs> Water Make chickens He sent me money <laughs> And on top of it So my aunts and uncles wouldn't know Cause I didn't want them talking about me He'd send me I would wait And he'd be like you know what I'ma just send it cash And he'd send me the money he sent me the money through a, in a little dollar letter or whatever. He seen me at my highest, and that man seen me at my absolute lowest, broken down, crying. A week ago, a week ago, he. <laughs> a week ago, on his, on his, on his bed. He holding me, rubbing my back. And I'm just crying in his arms, explaining like, Dad, I'm trying the best I can. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you want. I'm trying the best I can to take care of you. Please know that I'm trying. I'm breaking down, trying to be strong for him. I told y'all I would Everything that I've been through I'd do it all I'd go through it all over again I'd be homeless I'd, I'd rather be homeless on the streets Living in my car or something And have my parents Than to not have them at all <laughs> Nigel My boy Nigel said uh, You know do you need to talk or anything I'm here to vent It took me two hours to hit him back Because I didn't know what to say And I just finally said It's a pain you can't explain bro Like you know how I explain shrooms Like the name of it is It's unexplainable You have to experience it I'm sitting here thinking 
I was thinking about it before I hit record. I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. That you lose, I hope you lose your parents. Especially if you love them. If they love you. Nah. People need their parents. People need their parents. Black men need their mothers. Black men, they need their fathers. asking is there anything I can do for you and I don't know how to answer that how am I supposed to answer that yeah I need weed money so I can smoke my so I can drown my problems and and being high liquor money so I can start drinking again because now the weed I'm so depressed and <laughs> fucked up in the head and so much going on now the weed not even doing it for me like that matter of fact <laughs> I'm just being a smart ass but I'm just saying like I want my dad back I want my dad back I'm upset. Uh, I'm upset that I. <laughs> I told you I wanted to get my mom some diamonds and an electric piano. I wanted to get my dad that van, that old school van, and some grandkids. My dad really wanted grandkids, and I know that's something you can't rush. It's like, damn, I'm an only child. <laughs> I'm talking about I'm a black man in America. Sometimes I feel like, not even I feel like tomorrow's not even a promise to me. Shit, I gotta call my lawyer tomorrow, figure out what my next court date is. Even promise tomorrow. I don't know how to answer that. Is there anything you can do for for me? Like I said, uh, I'm accepting all donations. You know, I've been living in Pennsylvania since November, taking care of my father. So I could always use the help getting back home. Is that Chris? So if you want to donate, cash at me. The money sign, the couch session. Sorry all about all this sniffling. <sighs> Y'all think I, <laughs> I done cried so much today. I done cried so much today. 
and, and once you think you all cried out, there we go getting tired. And once you once you think you all cried out, somebody hits you up and make you cry even more. Like I mentioned on the, this last podcast, you know, the last one, uh, I'm only child, so I've figured out shit by myself. Even like my mom's death. I remember being in a relationship and going in another bathroom, breaking down because I miss my mom. And I needed her at that moment. It's like I've always done shit by myself. So it's not in me to talk to someone about this much pain. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. I go through pain alone. I don't want to. But that's just the hand I'm normally dealt. thing I want to say, one of the last things I want to say is y'all know I promote Black Frazier y'all know I promote Black Frazier heavy Frazier being one of my favorite sitcoms and then me feeling like I have, me and Frazier are a lot alike so I call myself the Black Frazier gonna drop a mixtape one day, whenever these days I'm going to drop a mixtape called Black Frazier. And I was thinking about it. There wouldn't be no Black Frazier if it it wasn't for my dad. My dad, the one who told me to watch Cheers. I liked it. (laughs) I think, I think he told my, my old, my, uh, my, well, that's my brother, my boy, uh, JJ Julian. I think he told Julian to watch it too And we both ended up like fucking with Cheers But um He told me to watch Cheers Then Frazier came into the picture My dad was like yeah that's good too You should watch that too And and JJ told me to to watch it as well And I watched it And uh I was like damn I fuck with it I was like my dad was like I told you I think even JJ was saying the same thing I'm like damn wouldn't be no Black Frazier if dad ain't put me on the cheers you know and and then I woulda yeah (laughs) man it's gonna be a long journey 
I just want to make continue to make my parents proud. I genuinely just want to make my parents proud. I want to accomplish these these things, but these things that I want to accomplish are the things that I want my parents to what what I would want my parents to look at and be like, "I'm proud of you." sitting on 48 minutes sometimes I think I'm gonna be fine one minute and then like the next minute I'm gonna snap I'm, I'm not though I'm not gonna snap it's just a lot it's a lot of emotions going on right now talk a lot about hurt and pain but I'm mad too I'm mad it's like it's, <laughs> I'm mad it's, it's, it's a lot more pain hurt and pain than it is anger I'm just tired of this shit happening to me I just want to be like <laughs> have a long period of happiness for once thing where something isn't an issue I want to I want to live my life with my house my car my girl my good money my traveling my <laughs> stress free like not this life altering <laughs> bullshit I mentioned it was my dad it's my dad's birthday it's 12.09 now but yeah 2-2 February 2nd it's my dad's birthday he he turned 70 today he made it to his 70th birthday I said happy birthday to him and he passed Eight minutes later. So. He put up a good fight. Literally my mom is the strongest woman I know. And have known. And my dad is the strongest and coolest man that I've known no exaggeration and they did for me to say that I feel like they did their jobs as parents is that Chris maybe I'll continue to pod to get my feelings off but I don't sometimes I don't think motherfuckers want to hear how sad and depressing my life is Maybe 
it's the gems and lessons that I drop in between the de- <laughs> the depressed shit. But maybe because you like the vibe, or is it because it's relatable, or like give me a reason to keep this going. Hit me up and give me a reason to keep this going. Cause right now I'm trying to find my motivation. Even though it is my parents, it's just I'm trying not to sulk. So I appreciate everybody that listen. My dad is an amazing person, Larry Hilton, Larry McKinley Hilton Sr., the most amazing man I I, I know. I'm more beyond grateful for the time we spent together. And words couldn't explain how much I love you. I could ramble on for days, but I love you so much, and I'm going to miss you. This is Big Smooth, Smooth Black, Suave Nigadito, Jefe Hilton, King Black, the heartbroken people healing himself and let's not forget manifestation, God. This is Larry Hilton and this is The Couch Session. You are now listening to The Couch Session. This is a Couch Session Network production.